0: Good morning, everybody. This is Dee at Twin Flame Stories Podcast. This is episode 28. And I'm actually going to drop this episode a day early. So yesterday, I had an extremely long day um, with my business. And when I got home from doing my job, I happened to open my email for this podcast and it was swamped I mean it could be much more swamped but for the amount of email I typically get for the podcast it was swamped and I was like oh this can't be a good sign um I knew there had to be something going on so first of all let me tell you all that if you've written to me probably in the last week um I will get back to you today I do have some time this afternoon that I'll be able to reply to everyone. And we've had, in there, there was some good things. But there's also some scary things um, happening. And I feel like it's a trend within the last few days. Like maybe even since the weekend. Where, um, I don't know. I feel like there's big shifts coming, and I feel like there's definitely things happening to try to topple us right now, so before I get into um, what I do know about the email, I do want to tell you that uh, I have two dear soul sisters that I tell you about often, and um, one has been struggling to get into a relationship with her twin. I think she's doing everything right on her part. Um, He's just... He comes right to the edge where he's like, yep, 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 and then it doesn't happen. So that's happening. um, And this weekend I could just really feel the discouragement. And then... My other twin soul sister, um, who I'm very close with, her twin came out of nowhere and basically said he's getting married to somebody. So she was feeling really devastated. Um, I guess the one good thing that came out of that piece so far, whether it's actually going to happen or not, we'll see, uh, her twin did tell her, "I'm not going anywhere," so that was comforting to hear. So I really do hope that's what happens. So those two things are happening, and then, um, so with the email, there was a couple people that were experiencing separation from their twin or possible separation. And both these people felt like it was very big, like it was a big, huge thing. It wasn't just like this tiny, you know, bump in the road. How are we going to get through this kind of thing? It was big. And I immediately just felt like the darkness of that feeling of being maybe even feeling hopeless And it's tough, you know, it's really tough. I think it's tough for all of us to know when things are going in the wrong direction or what we feel is the wrong direction. It's such a challenging, being a twin is such a challenging thing. That's why it always surprises me when people feel like they're just anticipating it so much they can't wait they can't wait to have the greatest love of their life and it is not easy (laughs) the energies that are between us they're so intense like i've said before they're not this nice comfy soulmate um they're very intense and fiery and there's just so much to it and there's work to do and it's definitely a speedy speedy way to heal no doubt about it um but it isn't always comfortable and there are definitely time and time again where we think how are we going to do this it's impossible this feels impossible and it looks impossible and before i go on more about like what do we do when we feel about things being impossible, I do want to say that if you're not safe in a relationship, even if it's with your twin, this is very important. If you are not safe, you need to get safe. So it does happen. um, As far as the teachers that I've had in the past and still they have ex- have had experience with twin couples that have experienced abuse and that's not okay so if you're not safe you need to get safe and the twin re- twin relationship <coughs> excuse me <coughs> i am losing my voice again today <coughs> anyway The twin flame relationship is just going to have to be worked around in a different way because it's not okay for you to be hurt in a sense of abuse or neglect. Okay, you need to have boundaries. You may, as a twin, of course, you may experience hurt, but not like an intentional hurt. Like sometimes thing you know, they raise issues for you. Um, and we feel a lot of things. That you're, we're definitely going to feel a lot of things, and we're definitely going to feel some hurt in that sense. But it's never okay for them to intentionally abuse us. And if that happens, you need to get safe. Absolutely be safe, and I don't know what the path looks like yet for those types of cases. I'm sure um we will see things shift as time goes on. but I wish I had more advice than that um I, but definitely once you're safe, then you know work on yourself, work in your spiritual realm together because it is safe there Um, if you're able to do that still you know without feeling too much pain in your soul from what happened because if they have intentionally done something to abuse you um, that I think that would strike your soul more than anything I mean, I know our twins do things that strike us down anyway, like me, for instance, being marked as spam, or when you see them marry somebody else, or, you know, they make comments about their significant other in a, you know, in a manner that feels like it's targeted at you um just you know there's gonna be things like that and i i know those things hurt already so actually having them intentionally abuse you has got to be the most powerful hurt there can be in that relationship because it's so sacred it should be so sacred but here we are, stuck with these paradigms that are so dark. They're so dark, you guys. They're so dark. And I know it's just tough. And I I send you a lot of love and a lot of light for your heart. And if you've been strong and you've gotten yourself safe into a safe spot, I'm, I'm glad. I'm proud for you. That you've taken the initiative to have boundaries for yourself. Just because you're a twin doesn't mean you don't have boundaries. Um, You need to have personal boundaries and you need to take care of yourself. We've talked about this time and time again about self-care and that part of that self-care is taking care of ourselves against other people if they intend to hurt us so that means getting away from that so if you were able to get safe be strong, set your boundaries that's good I know it's very very difficult to hold them in love still um, when they've done things to hurt us I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I want you to do the best you can to hold them in love. And like I said, just continue to take care of yourself, stay safe. Um, Maybe the relationship is going to have to happen on a different level for the time being. Like, You could definitely start out at the spiritual level, which is completely safe. And then after that, um and I have a phone call. <laughs> after that, you know, you can maybe explore like emails or text messages or talking on the phone where you don't have to physically be in their presence, something like that. Um Okay, so what else was I going to tell you? Okay, so now we know, you know, make sure we're safe. And it's really important. And I don't know, like I said, what's going to happen when something, to me that's the most tragic thing that could happen. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to circumvent it. But we'll figure it out. There's going to be a way to shift paradigms. It'll be okay. So don't lose hope. Just keep working on yourself. Lots of self-love. Let's see. See, I lost my train of thought. So I was talking about the emails. And I wanted to make sure you guys were safe. Yeah, I completely lost my train of thought. I think that phone call disrupted me. (laughs) Anyhow... I just really felt like I needed to come and tell you guys that we'll be okay, and I don't know what the resolution is. I know things are very difficult at times, but right now especially, I feel like things are even harder. Things are really ramping up, there's a lot, it's a lot busier and crazy, and a lot of powerful emotions happening right now and I know I'm going to tell you a little bit about my soulmate and I so over the last couple of weeks we've had a very intense growing period where we've really been in love a lot in love and it's really beautiful and it's a really nice place to be and you know when you're in that period like that you think that you're unshakable you know but when the intense emotion thing happens and it seems to be a pattern with a lot of us right now like it's seems to be rippling through so you're not alone but yesterday, that feeling of satisfaction, contentment, peacefulness just kind of blew out of the water for us. I had a really long day. I came home. I felt so irritable. Like I, that, I don't know where that was coming from, but I just felt very irritable. Um, my soulmate happened to be very hyper-focused. He has this niche of when he gets on a roll of something, he can just be completely focused on the one thing, and I'm not like that at all. I'm flighty, and I'm, I'm all over the place. And so it, like, irritates me sometimes. Um, and sometimes when he's really hyper-focused, it can feel, like, unloving to me, because he's only focused on that one thing, and not, like, really focused on me. (laughs) But, um, I don't know, it was just a lot of upset, a lot of, um, a lot of darkness, and a lot of really high intensity, a lot of high emotion, and in our neighborhood right now, we're having, um, a neighbor who isn't happy. And I don't want to say not happy with us, but I think this neighbor's just not happy. And so last week had targeted, um, my soulmate and that's still going on. So that kind of came to a head because. I don't I don't see it the same way my soulmate sees it. We see it completely different. I'm trying to spew kindness toward him. And um, my soulmate is like, no, we're just not going to bend down to somebody who's that miserable. Like, we're just, if we're not in the wrong, we're not going to just let him be a tyrant, which I completely understand. I completely understand both sides of it. But I don't like um, to have disruption. I don't like to have um, like that negative energy in my space. I don't like it at all. And so for me, I'd prefer to smooth it over and try to get to know him and, and get to find out like what's going on. How, how can we be better neighbors for you? So it's been strife between my soulmate and I, because we don't see it the same way. And I'm trying very hard to see it his way. And I'm also, I also have to set my limit and say, you know, what am I going to do if this gets out of hand? How am I going to resp- I don't want to be in that energy. So how do I take care of myself? I mean, preferably, I'd like to live here for a long time. Um, You know, we live in a a nice little town, and it's close to the school. Pretty much, 98% of the time, it's great. And it's probably the most peaceful place I've spent in a while. Um, So I'm happy about that. And so having this strife, all of a sudden, Come Out of Nowhere just throws me back to times where we lived in places that were very questionable and where there's not good things happening a lot like you know there's drug busts happening and people with meth labs and there's prisons and there's um just a lot of bad energy and I and a lot of harassment. And it's not just like us that were harassed. It was like a lot of harassment. And, you know, can you walk down the street without being assaulted? Hopefully. I mean, for the most part, but you do have to be careful. Like we did have to be careful. And so for me to live in this place where it's much more peaceful and we haven't had anything, it's safe as safe can be. Um, it's made a difference, you know, and I don't want to lose that. (laughs) So then I have to say, well, what do we do? How do we tackle this? And so the example of it is that I think right now, there's just a lot of energy happening, a lot of energy, a lot of shifting, a lot of a lot of darkness shifting. And sometimes when darkness shifts, it seems to come to the surface. And it's very in the light, so to speak. And that's kind of what we have to do. We have to shine that our light onto the darkness. And we're going to see it. Because when you're not paying attention to it, you don't see it. But when you start to shine the spotlight on it, it gets ugly. It gets really ugly. It lights it right up. And I think that's the important thing to remember. That It's a good thing that we're we're digging it out. We're digging it out, we're bringing it to the light so it can be shifted and healed. But it doesn't look very nice. It doesn't look very nice at all. So I just want to give you all a lot of love. And it's kind of making me think that I would really love to do a phone call, like a, a webinar type of phone call, where people could just call in and we could just be together Um, you know maybe just I don't know if somebody had a question or if they just wanted to share how what they were experiencing at the time maybe if we could just do like something interactive like that so I will think about that some more and try to see if I can actually schedule something like that with my time I think that would be helpful for us to come together as a community and be able to share if there's people willing to do that. And I'm sorry I don't have a story for you today, but I just really felt compelled to let you know that I'm hearing what you're saying, and I love you all very much, and I know it seems impossible. I know it really does. I promise it's not. Even if it does seem that way, I am sorry that some of you are experiencing abuse. That is, it's not okay to experience that. And I think it's probably one of the most heart-wrenching things that can happen. And um, I am proud of you guys for being strong, though, and doing what you what you need to do to to be safe. And I know that's not easy either. It's so, you know, twisted up and it's not a black and white. There's a lot of gray shades in the middle. So I get it. I really do. I really understand that mix. So what I'll do as a takeaway is hang tight. I I know it's hard. Keep taking care of yourself. Make sure you have good boundaries. A lot of self-care a lot of self-care, a lot of self-love, find something that makes you happy, that you love to do, that just makes your spirit joyful, and do that thing, okay, because you deserve it, I want you to do something that makes your spirit happy, and if you don't know what that is, I would really encourage you to get a notebook and just start writing down things that you, that make you happy, and then that could lead you to An activity that you could do with some of those things to feel happy, you know, whether it's music or writing or being outside or going on a hike or being near the water, going to the beach or being with your friends or all of the above. So please, please do something like that for yourself. That will help to bring you up to a higher place. It'll make you more light and hopefully ease some of the stress that. I think we all seem to be feeling recently if you are listening to this and you're not feeling a really intense situation right now um I would ask you to share your great vibration with the rest of us (coughs) who are having um this darkness rise up because I'm sure not all of us have the exact same same experience, but, uh, it seems to be trending. So those of you who are in a good spot right now, that'd be really fabulous if you could just spread your light on our community. And we're grateful to you. We're grateful to everybody for all the experiences. And I just want to close with, um, it's a, a poem from the American Indian Poetry book. Um, It's edited by George W. Cronin. I'm terrible with names, so I don't know if I said that properly, but this song is called A Song in the Time of Depression, and the only reason that I thought it was appropriate is not because we're you know, maybe not necessarily depressed, but just because seem it everything seems so dark, all right, now, all my singing dreams are gone, but none knows where they are fled, nor by what trail they have left me. Return, o dreams of my heart, and sing in the summer twilight by the creek and the almond thicket and the field that is bordered with lupins. Now is my refuge to seek, in the hollow of friendly shoulders, since the singing is stopped in my pulse, and the earth and the sky refuse me. Now must I hold by the eyes of a friend, when the high white stars are unfriendly. Oversweet is the refuge of trusting, return and sing, O oh my dreams, in the dewy and plapitant pastures till the love of living awakes, and the strength of the hills to uphold me. So that's what we have for today, everybody. I know it's a little bit shorter than usual, but I just, I felt really, really super compelled to just come and tell you that you are loved, you are loved, you are worthy, and we can do this, okay? If there's nothing else in your life that you have, at least come once a week and hear my voice tell you that you are loved and you are worthy. And imagine that I'm embracing you with a great big hug because there, there's actually many of us who love you. But you can hear with my own words that I love you. And I just want you all to hang in there. I don't know what's going on right now, but it is something fierce, let me tell you, something fierce. And we are building an army, and we are going to get through this. It's going to improve, I promise. All right, everybody have a really good day. Find something you love to do and go do it. All right, namaste, everyone.